0: G'day, everybody, or should I say good day, mates, <laughs> coming to you from uh, the Rip Curl Bells Beach surf contest, um, it's been a great trip down here in Australia, kind of got a cold right now, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, it's kind of rough, it's tight, yeah, so if I cough or whatever, please excuse me. Um, Yeah, man, it's been such a good time down here. Uh, Matt Wilkinson just won the second contest of the year, back to back. The guy's on fire. He's a goofy footer. And just like myself, he's just killing it. We're all super, super stoked for him. You know, Matt's got such a great attitude on life, and the way he's surfing right now is just, just showing how he feels. He's on fire. So let's see what he can do in Margaret River. Uh, so this is a really good episode uh, this week. It is uh, one of my good friends. He's a two-time world champ, pro surfer, big wave helman, Tom Carroll. He's going to tell us all kinds of cool stuff. And I get to sit down with him while I was in Sydney and, and uh, in the back of a car. <laughs> it was raining outside. We had no other place to do it. It was a lot of fun, though. Um but before we get started, I wanna thank all my friends over at Hurley. Uh these guys are just on fire with all their new clothes and uh you know they've got a great team out there from Robachado to John John to Connor Coffitt who's killing it. First year on tour, this guy's gonna get the rookie of the year award. Um Julian Wilson, Chloe and Dino, Chris Amore, Laura Environ, I love that girl and Lakey Peterson. You know, these guys, uh, they've got the best clothing on the market. Go check them out. Go to Hurley.com. See what they got. See what you like. Get on it. Because if you're not wearing this stuff, then you're being left out. Because they definitely have the best clothes on the market. Hurley.com. Or find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Also GoPro. Those little cameras everybody puts everywhere capturing themselves, doing all kinds of amazing stuff. GoPro is the ticket, man. There are no other cameras on the market like them. So you can also find them on all social media outlets, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Go to GoPro.com. Check them out. Get your new camera on your board, on your head, on your bike, on your bow. Whatever it is you may do, go do it with GoPro. Um, Kona Coffee and Tea. That's where I get my crack every morning. They also help sponsor the show and, you know, on our giveaways. They're one of the things that I give away for questionnaires, uh, Whenever people ask questions of the next person that's coming up. I usually throw in a Kona Coffee and Tea little bag of coffee. 100% Kona Coffee. You guys love them. I love them. When you're in Kona, go down to Kona Coffee and Tea, check them out, say hi to the girls. They'll take care of you, and maybe you'll see me down there. While you're in Kona, also go to uh, Kona Boys, one stop shop for all your goodies that you need, whether you need to uh, rent uh, bikes, boogie boards, stand up paddle boards, surfboards, or whatever. These guys have two shops. One's down at the King Kamehameha Beach Hotel. They also give lessons and tours all over the Big Island. And then the other store is down in Captain Cook. And they have everything that you need to get you ready to be in the water. Right here on the Big Island. Right here in Kona. Go see Frank and Brock. They're my boys. And uh, just for going in there, just say you heard it on Joe's Nose. They'll give you 15% off. Or if you're on the mainland and you're checking it out online, go to KonaBoys.com. Punch in promo code at the end. Doze Nose, Get 15% off. I want to thank my boys down at Deuce Gym in Venice Beach. These are the guys that keep me ripped and looking fine for all you lovely ladies out there. Ha <laughs> ha. These guys, uh, they, they know how to take care of you. They're not your normal, you know, Venice Beach muscle guys, you know, these guys are muscle guys, don't get me wrong, but uh, these guys are here to help get you healthy, okay, um, there's all different kinds of ways to get fit, and these guys know how to do it, so go see them, Deuce Gym, Venice Beach, and last but not least, Original Nutritionals, these guys aren't sure. average meathead supplement brand, these guys are just giving you a good, clean fuel for your body. You know, um, everything from their fish oils to their whey products. And now they have their new um, functional O3, which was uh, specifically designed to deliver the full benefits of omega-3 fatty acids in its purest form. So you guys want to go check these guys out. They've got everything that you need to help you get healthy. And same thing. com. Check out Promo code Dozenose 15% off So Go check out these guys These are all great sponsors This show would not happen Without these guys Um, And then You know Once again It wouldn't happen Without you guys Tuning in as well So thank you guys Every week Tuning in Um, Watching this podcast Grow bigger and bigger And bigger every week and uh, sorry about my cold and my stuffed up nose and my chest. and <laughs> But you know what? It's a great episode. Check it out this week. Tom Carroll, two-time world champ, big wave helmet. He sits down with me and talks about all kinds of cool stuff. So let's get to it. Tommy, what do you got to say? Everybody knows goes long. Welcome to another episode of Doe's Knows, and I'm sitting here with a good friend of mine. We're actually sitting in a car park in the backseat of a BMW in mm. Sydney, and I'm with two-time world champion Tom Carroll. Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tez. Yeah, dude, I'm super stoked. You know, I got to hang out with you this winter, give you some golf (laughs) lessons up up at Kelly's house. And uh, you're a natural, dude, in everything that you do.
1: mm, Well, um, I don't know about that.
0: (laughs) Well, you Uh, were doing pretty dang good, I'll tell you what. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, it was a blast. We just had a killer lunch. Mm. Um, it was good, I, wasn't it? It was so good. Mm. I, I think we both had the same thing, the tuna. It's a good zone there, yeah. And I think it's kind of a little, like, cafe subsidiary of Whole Foods, from what I heard yeah. the chick saying. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It might be something. feels like that, huh? Yeah, so the food's, like, super natural and mm. organic mm. and yummy and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I know I, I had a really good lunch. Yeah. So, um, so Tommy, what's been going on with you? Um, uh, you were on well, the north shore, um, yeah. and did you? You were surfing like one of the outer reefs, and I think you hurt your knee or your ankle. Oh man, like I got that.
1: I got flogged so hard. Um, well, you know the, this has been a crazy winter. You know this past winter, like everyone, <clears throat> kind of all the surfers of the north shore, or uh, everywhere, all around the world. In fact, yeah. all the way around the world, yeah, it, it's been firing yeah. like like months of just. Place is going off, right? right. So, um, but I, I was just sort of positioned on the North Shore when it all started kicking into gear, and I kind of got myself there because I figured that it might be the eddy year. You know, I thought, True. you know, I'm, I,
0: usually coincides <clears> with the <throat> El Nino.
1: Yeah, so I thought, well, it, you know, it comes and goes, but uh, and it's hard to get the eddy on. So, but I was, I had the invite to to the event. I was in the event, so I thought, well, I've just got to give myself the best possible chance to be in the zone, so I stayed in Hawaii for a couple of weeks, at the end, what usually is the eddy time is around January, uh-huh. late January or early Feb, I could see how the storms were, and let just go over there a couple of weeks and position myself there, and and just to still get it, get into it, you know, like yep. start to feel it out and, and and really, you know, enjoy it. And now you're and one of the synch- invitees <clears throat> for the Eddie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and I'm like one of the, like the oldest guys. <laughs>
0: there's, there's, <laughs> you can't there's, tell, dude. You're, you're ripped. <laughs> you're like one of the best shaped yeah, people that I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, you know, like I try to keep it that way, but you know, you got guys like um, Claude O'Cow is 66, you know, uh-huh. and then and then it's me. 54, and then there's Ross, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a couple of other guys there, around the 50s, uh, Ross is turning 50 this year, and Oscar Jones, that so is. So am I. Are you turning 52, guys? Yeah, days? I am. Yeah, No, okay. I'm turning
0: 50, I'm not turning 52.
1: Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's, right.
1: it's a bit of a what-the-fuck age, you know, so... It is. So like, hey, okay, whatever, I'm 50, whatever. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the forty nine's worse than fifty. oh right, well, no, because yeah, you're yeah, anticipating yeah, it like, yeah. or you're dreading it. Oh my it. God, you're forty eight and you're gone forty nine. I'm fucked. <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, you know, it's <laughs>
0: it, you know when I turned forty eight, we had my party in Fiji, mm. and so mm. Kelly made a big deal, and they made this huge poster of me where I look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> And <laughs> Kelly Kelly was the first one to sign it, no and way. he goes, yeah. "Happy fiftieth birthday!" And so oh. everybody just fell into that groove, yeah. and I'm just like, "Fuck, no, I'm, I'm forty-eight, not 50. man." <laughs> that's it. Well, that's that's there you felt it so
1: big time. But the reality is, yeah, that um, comes along, and you go, "What the fuck?" Whatever, yeah. right. <laughs> You know, it's whatever. Here it is, and it's all been dealt with kind of beforehand, and uh, so anyway, yeah. So being one of the older guys, sort of approaching that those times when, um, yeah, like I felt like this year I've got to get get some, you know, I want to surf some of these waves, especially this bit of the outer reef or whatever comes up, you know, uh-huh. bit of bay, you know, I was looking forward to surfing a bay, right? Got a new nice nine eight and um, from Pat Rawson, I felt really, you know, like I was, I kind of felt like I needed to sort of engage, you know, a little bit more to, so i get myself ready. Um, it is tricky. I used to be able to come from two-foot Sydney quite easily. Uh, into and then 20 Into foot. big waves, yeah. I used like to be able Shane Doran. I used to be able to do that Shane style. I mean, it, when he's, he's out there, he's on the next level. But, uh, uh, but I used to enjoy that contrast. But as I got older, it just takes more time to, to figure that out in my mm-hmm. body, because mm-hmm. it's a body experience a full body experience, right, so um, and I'm just a bit slower, I think at that, my body's a bit slower at doing that sort of stuff, so i got to give myself time but man, it didn't work out that way, because right. I, I ended up
0: um, Just getting right into the heat of things.
1: Yeah, and uh, and, and loving it, and I would get got some fun waves and, um, but then I got went out one massive morning it just came up much quicker than what everyone expected at, at Wymere Bay, and I was I was about to head out, mm-hmm. and then I, I talked to Ross on Clark Jones on the phone because we were trying to either organise a couple jet couple of jet skis and go tow the outer reefs, mm-hmm. or you know do a session at Wymere and then go out, mm-hmm. you know sort of. And I went for a ride down from Sunset Beach down to Wymere Bay to have a look at it in the morning with my girlfriend uh, Mary and. Um, <coughs> We Got down there, and when we got down there, I was there with Mark Cunningham. And and we were watching it from around the point there, Uh and we were just blown out. The swirl just started rising so fast, really fast. And it was just wow, the guys in the water were shocked, and everyone's like, Whoa, yeah, I'm watching giant sets just march on in, yeah, making bigger every set six foot to eight foot to ten foot to twelve foot to fifteen foot. Yeah, it kept coming up with every set, it kept coming up anyway. That morning, uh, well, I turned around in the bike going, oh, oh I'm f- figuring out what I'm doing. I'm riding, riding along the f- f- the bike path going, well, look pretty heavy at one meal. Maybe I'll go and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got on the phone and I talked to Ross, and Ross goes, no, no, we got the jet skis, we got the jet skis. So everything changed on the v- bike path right. towards the jet skis and how it gets get on the two jet skis. So we ended up getting on with Ken uh, Bradshaw, Who's, uh, you know, who had a, access to a couple of skis and Ross has been some, doing some towing with Ken and, uh, and they'll going, okay, we can go out of log cabins because that's the spot, right? That's what you're Yeah, that's Kenny's Ken, yeah. big wave spot, right? right. Kenny's big, he's ridden the biggest wave ever possibly. So, anyway, oh, I want to go in here and <laughs> go there. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, so Ross is frothing and and I got a bit of a froth on going, really? Like, I ride my bike past um, log cabins and rock pile and it's just washing through the road. I mean, it's was
0: right. yeah, it's coming through. It's like I was staying washer. there that day. I was at Bob Hurley's house mm-hmm. right there, and <clears throat> it, was, it was just washing completely through.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. I was hitting the road, and, and I was like, wow, this is already happening. And uh, we didn't expect that to happen so quick. So by the time I got everything together, got a tow board, which I didn't have any weight mm-hmm. on, uh, still set up, ready to go, but with no weight, and so I threw that in the back of the jet ski, and we got all, all the two skis together, so we're just going to rotate, you know, so I have an extra ski there just in case, and so extra security, and there's a lot of waves, like, pouring up into the little backyards of the Beach Park there, mm-hmm. it was, like, bigger, I've never seen it like that before, so it was pretty... Whoa, you know, this is a big day. This is all happening really quick. And so we ended up, I was on one jet ski, Ken and uh, Ross were on the other, and we headed out. We got outside, uh, way outside of uh, Log Cabins, and it just was bumpy. And I watched a guy try to, there was one other team out there, and, and he tried to get this one wave, and he ate it. Like, he didn't even, he got one bump, didn't make it he, he, like literally, these bumps going up the face it was wow. like, horrendous because I don't know what was going on with the ocean at that point, yeah. but it was really showing a whole lot of bump in the face uh, out there. It was just, uh, I'm not going to ride that, let's go and have a look at Himalayas, right? So we just beeline it towards uh, Himalayas and there's big mountains in the ocean like just yeah. big, broad you can't you even know, see the horizon yeah, like. big, yeah, big, broad swells like right. just marching in really fast uh-huh. and and I just go, I'm going to peel off left and go and have a look at Wyomere real quick, you know, so those guys I was in front of those guys, I said, I'm peeling off I'm going to check Wyomere, so I start heading in towards Wyomere uh, and through tables kind of area and, and I get I gonna hook onto this top of this big set. Like, this, this is a, a monster set. Right. And I'm on the crest of this thing, and I'm just flat flat out on the jet ski, and I'm just keeping up with the crest. I'm going, Holy this is moving, God. this thing. And I'm like, boom, boom. I'm going, maybe I can... This is, like, huge. Just heading straight into the bay. I'm going, maybe I can be some sort of, like, gauge for the guys right. in there that like might be able to see me just get some warning sign, this thing's either going to close. I don't know what it's going to do, you know,
0: so I'm like, boom, boom, and you see those big boom. sets coming from oh, three tables Yeah, there.
1: massive, and I'm like way out and coming in towards the church, and I'm all of a sudden I come over and there there's the 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 pack, and they're just scrambling, and I'm on top of this swell way out, this huge gap between me and the the set, the wave in front and uh, they're just scrambling and i just peel out of the swell off the top and go over the over the top of the pit and it's just feathering right I was feathering and i got off the back of it and and, and there's a bigger pants. one behind it oh, God. and that one the first one just closed so it it just took them all out right and there's one guy that made it over it there was one guy made it over that set and then the next one's just feathering out and i get over that one and um and I go, wow, I better go and check out these guys. And yeah, that was a mackin' set. And the bay's just, just whitewater. water, and it's just broke carnage. Everywhere. There's boards. And, and there's these, like, three guys get there. They've still got their boards. And they're going, oh, can you get us in? Get us in, you know, get us out of here. I'm going, <laughs> it was like, wow. You know, they're just, like, one of them I knew. I said, well, I can take one in. You've got too, too much board, you know, for the yeah. back of the jet. So uh, Filippo, and you know, he was he was out there, and, and he was one of those three guys, and I put him on the back, and I took him about halfway in. And that's where the lifeguards were there, a couple mm-hmm. lifeguards guys in the skis, and those guys said, "Oh, stop here, and we'll take it from here." And so right. they'll thank God because inside was just a just turmoil, oh, like, God, so man. much white water, and, and I think that was around the time that Kelly and Ross Williams didn't quite get out, out. yeah. Right. And uh, I can imagine no one would have been able to get out. So I I turned um, around and then took off down to Himalayas, met up with the boys down there, and there was a pack of people sitting off the edge of Himalayas, about 10 minutes away, and uh, down towards Haleiwa, and um, all these outer reefs were going, firing, and just massive mounds of water. Got down there in the channel off to the side and sat there on the jet ski, and uh of course there was guys paddle surfing it so we couldn't tow mm. it would have been amazing to tow but wow. it, it would have been incredible because you could have come from way over and, mm-hmm. and uh really exploited the whole ride and um and anyway we had to sit we sat there and watched it and i've gone well that's all right let's just hang out and see what's up and there's quite a crew out there there's people out there shouldn't be out there on their jet sure. skis you know and one person one lady had a, a neck brace on what? I go what's she doing out here with a neck brace some crazy chick you <laughs> know and they're out there like some wild guy going yeah you know but, but no, oh, this guy's off their tree but anyway there's some <laughs> photographers there and, <laughs> you know and, and they're shooting and there's um you know uh, I think there's John John and uh, on the back of the ski with Koa um, Rothman mm-hmm. Nathan Florence was in the water there was um, Raymond Navarro and um, Ben Wilkinson and a few other guys uh, local guys mm-hmm. that I'd never met before but I sat there I didn't have a board and, uh, and um, Nathan Fletcher was there right. he'd just been surfing all morning yeah. and he had his 10 too uh-huh. Just sitting there and he goes and I said, Come up and take a rest on the on the ski and hang out and he goes, Do you want to take the ball for a ride? I said, Do You wanna go for a, go and catch one? I said I looked at it and went, Well, I guess this is the moment, you know. <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna have a ride at, you know I saw a set come through and I went, Oh crap, the size <laughs> of the sets were it was big, I, I don't know yeah. how big
0: it was. Closing out the bag, yeah, it
1: was big. It was proper, proper. And I was like, Okay well, this is a moment. I, I, I don't have an eleven-two. I don't have board. Maybe a nine-eight. That's all right. I got a ten-ten foot board, but uh, which would have been okay out there. But um, I had nothing out there except for a tow board, So I'd, I hopped on this Nathan's stretch quad, you know, eleven-two, and it felt like I was going to paddle Molokai. Right. You know, and the Molokai is such right. a big. It's a paddle board, like yeah. you know, style of thickness and the way it was, uh, const- you know, laid out, but. Um, but aboard, and, and nevertheless, and wow, I got to paddle out of that line-up and and, and feel the swells approaching a reef and not quite sure that I really wanted to take one. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, at yeah, this moment where you can, mm-hmm. well, where do I fit in this, you know? Because right. all of a sudden I'm really close to it. That's like a, a, a very, you know, it's a really uh, confronting moment, mm-hmm. and... Um, so, I thought I'd try and catch myself. were you afraid? Yeah, I was afraid there was some fear in there. I didn't no. know what was I didn't know what the board was going to do. I didn't know what the wave was really going to do. I'd never surfed Himalayas before like mm. that. Uh, there was a few crew on the inside there was Cal Canly was on the inside a little bit uh, towards the channel um, so but I, I thought I'm going to go out when Raymond is. Navarro, he knows what he's doing, right. And get in the zone. I saw him get an amazing wave mm-hmm. like an incredible wave. It was so beautiful that I, I had to look for something like that, right. You know, there was no, it was that that, that beauty of that wave had me. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, if I can get one on that peak in the right position, like Ramon did, uh, Ramon, 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 R- no, not Ramon, uh, Ramon Navarro. He knew... He knows what he's doing. He just goes for it. He's, he's an awesome guy. He, he's got that spirit, you know? And um, yeah. And there's a couple other guys out there, a couple local guys. I don't know who they were. <clears throat> One big unit, um, who's just, like, got a bit of a funny style and the drop, but he was making it, right. and he was doing good. I don't know who he was, but he knew that wave, like, he's, it, yeah, he knew you know, what he I mean, was doing. Yeah. It was really cool to watch him, and, uh... And, um, so then you move over to Ramallah. I kind of slowly move my way into the zone, and I watched uh, uh, one guy, which I, I could have got this one wave. It was such a beautiful wave, and, and I, I spin around, and this is when I go look at down, the, down the face and then pull back. That was my first look down the face, and this guy didn't have enough paddle on him. I'm going, he's not paddling right. right. Look, what's going on with this guy? And he's right beside me. I go. He's not. Paddling. I could feel him not paddling. Yeah. And then he, he, he just, he just doesn't even. He just does this funny little paddle, and he goes straight over with it. And I'm like I'm pulling back, he goes over with the
0: like. Oh my god. It's almost with like lip, he. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's almost like intentional. I don't know. I was just. It was one of the strangest experiences I've had paddling for wave with someone. Whoa. And so, because it was so like you had to commit. Go. What are you doing? You know?
0: <laughs> I, I promise you I commit not to be out there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah,
1: well, so like, this guy was, goes over the walls. Ex- it was an interesting s- scenario, you know? Yeah. Right? But I'm going, oh, I've got to get away. So, I, I found myself a smaller one. Uh, the wave took me down. And uh, that ate me up so hard. I got eaten so hard. I got really violent. Wow. It wasn't a big one. I thought, well, that was violent.
0: Yeah.
1: I come up. I kind of didn't have to use my... I had a flotation device on mm-hmm. with four flotation uh, pulls. And so I kind of was relaxed enough in that that I didn't have to use it. came out, um, got the bore back, didn't have a leash because, mm-hmm. uh, you know... Uh, um, you really don't want to leash. You don't want to leave. You to get dragged around out there. Yeah. yeah. So Nathan grabbed the board. I got picked up. Uh, Chris Christensen was out there, and he had, um, not Chris, um, Cole Christensen. Right. Cole Christensen was out there, uh, and his brother was surfing out there too. And um, But he, he came and grabbed me, and then I went back out. I am like, I'll get myself a decent one here because that, that wasn't, a Real wave, it wasn't like a, a big one, mm-hmm. so I went for a big one. And uh, the it it felt real good on the drop, everything felt sweet, but I couldn't really edge the board the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's quite a big board, I'm sure. A load of volume what's in What's your rail.
0: typical style um, of or uh, not longboard, but a gun that you're gonna ride on? Um, a
1: on, a, on a wave, probably I'll probably pull it down to about a a, like a ten four or uh-huh. or a ten six maybe okay. on this sort of wave, even smaller ten. Right. So because um, I'm clearly, a little yeah. guy,
0: right, and this clearly a foot bit longer. Yeah. Thicker, mm-hmm. wider. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I can't. And how tall fearing, are you? I'm like five five. I'm a little guy. Yeah. And, and I'm 150
0: pounds. Nathan's, Nathan's
1: like six foot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah he's solid Same. and he loves riding him long. Yeah. Uh, but I knew that I was on something that was going to you know ride the. Ride the wave uh, okay, and uh, and I had confidence in that. But it was just getting the thing on edge to edge it across the face mm-hmm. on the drop. I got a little edge over, but I couldn't get enough. And then this thing walled out unexpectedly, like an Indonesian reef break really, yeah, it just started drawing and sucking. And I'm going, Holy crap, I didn't, didn't expect this, you know. I'm like down the bottom of this wave, it's walled out, and it's going
0: up to bottom. And Do you remember that one killer photo of, what's his name, Mike Peaches? Mm. And he was at I think it was Himalayas. Mm-hmm. And it was doing that same thing. It was yeah. just pure perfection and all of a sudden it's just giant hollow down the line yeah. Indonesian looking thing. That's, kind of,
1: that's it. Yeah. That's what it did. And I'm going, holy cr- I'm and it's all come out of the channel. Like uh-huh. this big load of water, a lot of volume and uh, so I had to straighten out. And I couldn't really pull up because there was chandeliers coming down, mm-hmm. and those chandeliers aren't just little chandeliers that you can normally sort of Ooh. punch through on a maybe an eight foot wave. But this size. is dead This thing <laughs> is just swapped me like a like a little fly whack, you know. <laughs> so I didn't really want one of those on me, but I I had I straightened out enough to get away from the lip, and and then I just grabbed my pulled my arms in and grabbed my uh, my my first inflation Mm -hmm. on the left hand shoulder with my right finger and right arm right hand i should say and then then just took a jump off the side of the board and then just took it and um in that somewhere in that i didn't have to use my inflation i was relaxed enough got enough breath and uh, everything seemed pretty sweet i come out of it okay not as violent as the last one i think when to get up on the ski and I couldn't use my right leg. Oh wow! It was a very yeah. It was it must have been yeah. I I've got a pretty buggered old right knee. It's like a an injury that I've been nursing and had reconstruction surgery and loose body removal mm-hmm. uh, surgery twice. And um, it's it's a buggered old knee. It's like a lot of wear and tear in the joint. It's pretty much twice my age. A lot of scar tissue. Said, yeah. But, yeah. And so uh, I've been nursing this leg and the weakness of that leg and trying to strengthen it, trying to work on it for many years, many years, Mm -hmm. since I was 16, in fact. So it's been a lifelong journey with that knee and uh, just something in there, in that violent whitewater, it just sort of mm, took a couple of bits and pieces off the knee. And so I'm waiting to get surgery now to get those loose bodies removed. Are you able to surf right now? I can surf, but it's pretty... It's challenging, surfing, yeah. at the moment, yeah. I bet. Yeah. bet, I bet. It's a challenge, and uh, but it's kind of good. I've got some time out.
0: Yeah, you just got your uh, ear done. Yeah, the exostosis uh, gro- bone growth uh-huh. removed. Something I think happens to every single surfer. Yeah, as, yeah. Hence the name, surfer's ear. Mm. Mm. So, how's that going?
1: That's cool. Yeah, mm. I can hear. Yeah. I can hear
0: you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: About a week ago, I couldn't hear yeah. Much at all. It was right, good for so. a few days,
0: though. You you know, you could tune yeah. everybody out.
1: Yeah, completely.
0: And the Just mistress check out. is like, "Hey, Tommy, yeah. I need you to go take out the rubbish." Yeah. Just sit there yeah. like you don't even... <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't hear you.
0: you know, I didn't like hear you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Then yeah they lost, the kids.
0: It lasted nope. maybe. Maybe it lasted a week. Did and you then, have to then, do close captioning on the TV? I
1: was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you having to read it?
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like that. I do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of messed up. Yeah. But... <laughs> But it's all good, it's mm. all good. Well, I'm glad to see you know you're still alive, yeah. So, yeah, I'll that was gnarly.
1: I mean, it's nothing compared to what the boys do at, at Jaws, maybe. I don't know. But have you been out like, there? Yet? I haven't towed Jaws back in uh, in the early 2010s uh, with Ross and Led. And now, Ross is pre- and- pretty
0: much been your long time mm. big wave partner, mm-hmm. toe partner, mm-hmm. and everything. You know, yeah. he's an incredible guy, yeah. So, yeah. um. He's won the Eddie before. Yep. Have you? No. Nope. Come nowhere near it. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I thought uh, there was a good chance he was going to win it this year. So close. You know, him and Shane were just battling mm, back and forth, back mm, and forth. Mm. And, you know, um, Shane's one of my best friends on the planet. Oh, yes. So, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for him ah, big time. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're rooting for Ross and yeah, right. uh, but then all of a sudden John John freaking came out of nowhere yeah, yeah. and just schooled everybody. Yeah he did.
1: Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought that was a really good job from John John. I, I don't know whether he knew the format of what he was surfing in but he was He's just going for he it. He was just going for it. It's just classic John John. He's uh-huh. just surfing the North Shore like yeah. another day on the North He's Shore backyard. to surf. Yeah so and that's what John John can produce on any given day. It's uh, out there on the North Shore. He, he's an extraordinary um, force, and mm-hmm. uh, so, and like like Andy was in a way, and um, and, and he and Bruce and those sort of got that same sort of approach to the wave. Mm-hmm. Um, very very free. And they know how and to read the ocean. Reading the ocean like they've. It's just a part of every cell in their body. Yeah. You know the North Shore, the way the waves move, the way the ocean, the water moves, and water knowledge is a part of his, uh, his, the water inside him is is the wa- water on the North Shore, like he
0: right. he reads that uh, the like, yeah, he can almost he like can, almost like an avatar, yeah yeah, plugging himself yeah,
1: in, straight in and and he can just go with the flow with any kind of little bump and lump and uh, a yeah. little shade of, you know, just the way we read water as surfers we. We get to learn it over a long period of time, and 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 the water ma- demands that mm-hmm. time spent with it. And I'd say John John's probably spent more time in North Shore water than any other person yeah. over that that period of time. Yeah, I, I'd say. Yeah. You know, I'm I probably wrong there, but I can take
0: a wild guess on that. Mm. Yeah. Now you've had quite a great career. I oh, am. Yeah. Mm. Um, 1983, 1984. The- mm that's when i'm graduating high school I was 84 mm. um you're world champion back yeah. to bat yeah that's oh. that was pretty dang incredible dude you were oh. one of my heroes oh, growing thanks up. yeah and you know of course mm. that legendary session at pipeline where <laughs> you just under the mm. lip that <laughs> crazy hook that every body mm. tries to duplicate
1: yeah i mean kelly had a good guy backside yeah. He he can do that stuff i mean the way everyone's riding now and the way the boards are now, it's a lot different. The approach to the wave, mm-hmm. it's um, you couldn't approach the wave with a seven eight, the right. way you approach today, uh, the way the guys approach Pipeline today, they approach it on a six, six six to six nine. You know that that sort of board range mm-hmm. um, at Pipeline, um, it's just a different way people surf it today. So.
0: And you were Mm. you were one of those Mm. original groups of guys that were surfing Pipeline Mm. and dominating it, you Mm. know, surfing it, surfing Mm. it, you know, gotten out of that single fin Mm. stage, and you know you're on thrusters. We were so
1: lucky to have the thruster come along. Oh my gosh, it was was incredible, yeah, game changer. Yeah, it was so cool. And I didn't trust the thruster Uh at Pipeline for a few years. I didn't get me, I didn't get a good thruster for Pipeline until. Say five years after my first thruster. Oh, wow. Four years, five years after my first thruster. There was still a lot of things to work out with the boards. Mm -hmm. Still a lot of understanding. And we were spending three months a year in Hawaii. um, And I was going, you know, getting certain shapers to do them. And And who's your favorite shapers? um, Well, that was when I met Pat Rawson. Uh And Pat was my first guy who made me the best. You know, Thruster for Pipeline for for the North Shore the wa- board that actually fit in the wave and the board the fins were set up correctly and the fin everything was set up real nice and, mm-hmm. and the boards just were super smooth to ride and I felt super comfortable with them they were uh, very um, slick boards mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Whereas and I had some beautiful ones off Rusty Priestendorfer for pipeline, but they were widow maker. is mm. one larger fin and it's like a two by uh one by one by two, you know, like a like a single fin but a sure. little side guys. And sure. um, and those those guys those boards worked really nicely. Um, in eighty four, eighty five uh, and then it was like eighty six, eighty seven when I
0: first met up. Tom, with you Pat. keep on talking. I'm going to turn on the car right here. Yeah, yeah. So you tell us about your thrusters because we need to get some air flowing in here. Okay. And uh, otherwise, we're opening the door while cars are driving by. <laughs> so tell me yeah. About
1: thrusters. Well, like I said, it was it was tricky uh, coming to that point of you you know setting up the thruster right. We're we're in the days of um, transition. And um, like we are still with the quads, we still don't quite. We're still trying to discover what's going on with the quad uh, design and how to implement that. Um, So that's it's just yeah, it's just a process we're all still going through. Amazing process, and uh, and we're learning so much about that at the moment. But. Still, the thrust is still pretty much reigns in performance surfing. It's incredible what Simon sort of just came up with, Simon Anderson. So,
0: are you riding any quads at all?
1: Yeah, I, I love quads. I, um, I'm a big quad fan. There's there's a lot of different ways we can set up our boards as quads, and so that's another thing where really only just sort of going through a slow kind of discovery of the quad. I believe uh-huh. you know, there's still a lot of um, things to understand there and, and to optimize the quad.
0: Well, there's, uh, a, there's a lot of things that are going on right now with just surfboard shapes in general. Mm. You know, you're seeing Kelly pull mm. all of these different shapes out. You've got um, shapers like Daniel Thompson mm. that are just coming mm. out with just, you know, wakeboard looking. Yeah. You know, and I ride some of those and mm. they ride incredible. Yeah, aren't they good? But there's so much, so much new stuff that's happening right now in this... In our surfboards and, and our fins and and how they're riding it, you know, it's it's pretty incredible. It's awesome, isn't it?
1: I love seeing that stuff going on. Yeah. For me, I I think that that really sparks my imagination and it it gets me fired up. And I love I love chatting to you know guys like like Daniel, uh, and I like sharing stuff with Kelly and um and anyone that comes along with the got got something. You know like a little left left of center and uh and it really keeps me sparked to keep uh-huh. surfing really um, that whole even though I'll go back to my basic single fin board and sometimes just surf that for a little while mm-hmm. uh and come back you know so there's no no like surfing really got stripped back with its surfboard design too, and actually in general, in the last say five or ten years where we can write anything. Back in the eighties it was just like you weren't allowed to write you, you were just frowned upon if you wrote anything but a shortboard. Like, right. You know, like your longboard dick. Yep. You know like leave a, that for freaking, Malibu. Yeah. Point, yeah. You, know? you just just what are you doing out here on that thing? You right. know, like it was just a hard I, line I
0: still feel that way. Yeah. If like, I'm sitting yeah. down at my surf spot yeah. And I'm sitting at the rock back home at Pine Trees, mm. and, and somebody paddles out on a lot I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? No, 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 get over there to the bay uh, with all the freaking yeah, girls yeah, and the yeah, kids
1: and yeah, hang out." Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so but, you guys
0: remember that when you're listening to this mm, podcast, you mm, guys yeah. see me, you see my truck parked yeah. out. Don't even freaking paddle over there. <laughs> I'm gonna give you shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I go stand up paddleboarding, so that's even worse, right? That's that's regarded as the sort of the lowest, oh, yeah. lowest sort of common denominator that even is is, is, okay what are you doing out here it's like what the fuck yeah what's up (laughs) what the fuck's up and um but i love doing it like that's the thing is like all this cool stuff happening in surfing that is surfing it's free surfing we surf to be free yeah you know i go out in the water not to judge people or To ride, you know, ride a wave, and and even ride a wave with my buddy, (laughs) even though sometimes I don't like it.
0: (laughs) I go... I I remember riding one with you, and I was getting stuffed when you dropped in on me Mm. at Cloudbreak, and you were just like... it was such let a good way I, I had to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but it's like I just
1: had to do it. You know, like, and so, <laughs> hey, look, and no, I don't mind. I owe you away. You can just take off on me, does it? I don't mind. See, I, I'm happy um, either way, and I think I love brother, that the whole right? the whole thing about surfing, uh, I could never see the point in in. in telling someone, because I used to say it quite a lot in the in the 80s, it used to shock me how how single-minded and narrow people would yeah. get around equipment, about what you're riding, and you're singled out for this or that, or that, and I'm going huh, do, what? Kind of like missing the point. Mm-hmm. We're here to, uh, yeah, so that was my, and I've, I've, I love today, you can, you can body surf, you can you know, like you've got all these different boards and you quiver like from a this to that, this to that, and then and everyone's riding everything. It's kind of, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love that, and it I, really
0: frees up that know, space. Me mm. being at my age, um, you know, you'd think I'd be riding something bigger now, mm. these days. Mm. You know, maybe like a my shortboard would be mm. like a 6'5, you know, mm-hmm. big old fat, fun mm-hmm. shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way surfboards are being designed these days, mm. I'm actually scooting down. Yeah, you know, I'm riding five sixes. Yeah, five yeah. eights. How good is that? And having so much fun mm-hmm. and feeling like I'm a kid again. Yeah, just these little skateboard boards, but they're thick and wide. Mm. You know, gets me. riding get the into volume. The way. Yeah, mm. so,
1: oh, it's so accessible now, and you can actually go and design your own board in the software and punch it out and 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 go and finish that little. That little hand tuning, hand tune the board and get someone to glass it and get a really good sander to sand it, and then you've got this board that you've done yeah. on a computer. I mean, it's it's so accessible, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Is is there like a, a computer app that you go to for something like that?
1: Um, I usually use Aku Shaper, or uh, but I'm only used I'm real early days with it. I'm right uh, compared to some of the people I help you know a 3D shape uh, shape 3D I should say is a, that's that's a good one and, but I could shape anyone could get that and yeah. and start fiddling around with you know get the measurements of your board and then punch them in and mm-hmm. see what comes up and
0: yeah.
1: and then the volumes like you're talking about the volume of the board and yeah saws. firewire's really mm.
0: making those volume levels accessible mm. to mm. everybody now like mm. before it was just like hey you know I like my board 19 and in mm. mm. an 8th mm. or whatever mm. 18 and 3 mm. quarters mm. and Whatever it is. I'm a big boy, so those are bigger numbers. <laughs> but nowadays, yeah. you can actually work off a of volume. You know, yeah. I like it at 30 yeah. liters, mm. you mm. know, a volume mm. or, or whatever. Mm. And it's working out pretty good. I can mm. find that those liters that work good for me. Yeah. And then I can start figuring out what kind of boards I can yeah. ride. from there.
1: I mean, you can run... Yeah, it sort of narrows it down. It makes it easier. Yeah,
0: mm. absolutely. Mm. So... Um, you know, what else is going on in your life? What are you up to these days? You know, you've been with Quicksilver um, for...
1: Yeah. Forever. Ever. I've been with Quicksilver since I was um, 14 years of age. I got my first pair of board shots from them. Uh-huh. 15. Um, you don't have to count the numbers. We know you're What old. is that? It's a long time. 54. Yeah, like, so... That's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. 40 years, is that it? Yeah. That's 40 years. So... Um, there was a little break in there where uh, where they preferred to back uh, Wayne Bartholomew, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I became a world champion. Yeah, uh, yeah they and, when, you and then right they back. G- they grabbed me right back. But that was under different circumstances uh, when I made a decision to not surf in surf in South Africa in a in, in protest to, towards um, apartheid. Right, and because uh, international sports people, especially world champion surfers, were seen as real like uh, you know if you were competing in South Africa you were barred really right. um, or you know look, oh, I really you, you know that saw when, that as an opportunity to come kind of, you, you know make a stand and make it clear that um, that I didn't have I didn't want to be any part of that
0: right is that uh, when Potts kind of moved because he's he South moved African out, yeah he moved and out and became mm. an Australian mm. Mm. Yeah. so I think it was right around that same time mm. right
1: And, um, there's some pretty, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty tricky situation in South Africa, but, uh, um, I certainly could see a lot of those sort of things happening in my country, in Australia. So Mm -hmm. it was a tricky decision to make, but on a personal level, it was just purely humanitarian stand and, but it did rule me out from surfing in South Africa in, in events. Um, and a few of the surfers followed suit, um, you know, Potts and Tom Curran did too, um. Was a few few surfers. But uh, um, that sort of, that was my last year, though, um, as becoming a world champion. then I had a hard time getting back in the groove of um, becoming and you know, getting another world title. I almost got in 88, but I struggled with the interference rule back then. Mm-hmm. And um, on a couple of occasions that year, <coughs> the rule was that if you, were, uh, if you had priority, you had um, a technical advantage of any wave that came through, and if that long line, that long line of swell, was reached to the other side of the beach, and the person with priority is down the south end of, uh, like a two-mile beach, and, and, and you were two miles down sure. the other end, and you were deemed to, you know, the, and you had second priority. Or, you know, and if, if, if he paddled for the wave and you're two miles down the beach On deemed to be on the same swell technically that would be an interference if you went for it if you motion for it all you have to do is leave the rail and motion for the wave that's an interference
0: wow so
1: yeah so that's the ruling then and uh, it wouldn't today be laughed off I yeah. mean it'd be laughed off and I struggled with that that year and um, subsequently I ended up losing my chance at getting through a pipeline under that uh, rule and um something in me at that point said uh, I just didn't trust the system I didn't something I lost something for competition that Mm -hmm. day and I don't know where where that was in me to be honest in this day there's maybe a little bit of a rebellious person in me that kind of dug in at that point and went nah Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not never going to put that kind of effort into something that I don't trust Mm -hmm. you know and and when I do that there's that something in me a cold hard stubborn place that just stands its ground and goes no <laughs> you know like, <laughs> and I can't budget. i I've tried yeah. uh, I've tried so I tried to come back tried to do the good you know like get back into competition and I thought I aim at the best events that I really like to win and I, I did that and, but I couldn't give it um, a year yeah. and then guys like Kelly came along So I went. Oh well, Kelly's come along. And how old were you when you Um, when you
0: quit pro surfing?
1: I was in my early thirties. I was Uh, like thirty-three, thirty.
0: Yeah, and Kelly's here now, Mm -hmm. ten years older than that. Yeah, and that makes me freak out. And only ten years younger than you right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it freaks me out. I go, well, maybe I could have been in there, having a, you know, like that's some part of me, and maybe I need to go off and do something completely different and come back to it and readdress it but I couldn't see that working for myself but I also had two little girls two young babies and um baby girls and I had to look at another way of you know had to look beyond this life you know right. um uh, and to try and get something that would support us down the track rather than which it. is and that was where where I had a chance to um invest in um a license for you know you know, making quicksilver wetsuits and mm-hmm. and accessories and, and so on and, and that worked through the nineties and then uh, it worked quite well for us and um and then that was bought back off us. That was I went in partnership with two other people mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was it was quite an experience doing yeah. business but um <laughs> I never yeah. you know, I'm quite like it, I'll tell you, having a couple of partners doing business. So uh we yeah we, Got to the end of that by about early two thousand tens, and uh, but I'd I'd really given up on competition as far as I couldn't, you know, way back around that eighty eight period, mm-hmm. and um,
0: so you're pretty much down to the only competition that you do would be the Eddie.
1: Yeah, the Eddie was um, I'd been inv- invited to the Eddie since eighty six. Mm-hmm. I'd only surfed the I've only surfed the Eddie twice. Yeah. Uh, just due to through the 90s when the Eddie was going on um, quite a went on a couple of times in the early 2000s I was a dad like I was really full time right in January it's their, their holiday time right and I was like a couple of times torn um, in the middle of actually used to do we used to run um, training camps for quick for Quicksilver team mm-hmm. riders as well right around that first week of January and it'll just be all going on I'll be in the middle of a Of a training camp, I'd have my kids there with with my wife. I had all this responsibility in front of me. Oh, the Eddie's going to go. You've got to get over here. I'm I'm like... (laughs) Oh, crap. (laughs) It was killing me. Yeah. And I missed a couple of really good eddies, and I just was real... It killed me. I went over a couple of times, and other times were out out of that zone, and I missed it. It was called off, Uh because the forecasting... Oh, yeah. You know, back then was pretty, pretty remote
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and I turn up, it is and today it just, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Mother you know, Nature's got a great sense yeah, of humour. It yeah, does, right? you know. Mm. And the ocean is what and calls the Eddie, you just know?
1: And so, uh, but yeah, that that Eddie, um, I, I I love that event. I think it sort of brings, over the years, it's brought the North Shore together mm-hmm. with. The rest of the world, and I think that's a beautiful thing. It's like it, it's actually done more. That event's actually brought together um, a community each year, and we do a you know we do the blessing of the bay and the surfers. I think that it sort of pulls the community together for the lifeguard association, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and it pulls a whole load of elements together that wouldn't normally get pulled together, in the Absolutely. spirit of uh of of the eddie uh of eddie account and in the spirit of someone who you know that's sort the of spirit where we're um we're celebrating a life right like we can't get better than that
0: right and we we actually mm. celebrated a life mm. this year as well too we lost one yeah. of our warriors uh yeah. brock little
1: brock yeah and
0: um i know he was a really good friend of mm. yours as well too mm. and you were with me while we got to spend a bunch mm. of time with him mm. and uh you know, everybody pretty much named this the Brock Swell. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've, pretty mu- I've asked everybody that was good friends mm. with Brock, mm. um, what, is, what is the best story? You know, mm. it could be good or bad. doesn't really ma- matter. Mm. Um, of what you remember of Brock. I just
1: remember Brock being just pretty, uh, like, so matter of fact. Yeah. You know? The way he approached anything. You know, and he had a really kind of, um, seemed to have that sort of real matter-of-fact, straightforward way of approaching, there was nothing else in the way kind of approach mm-hmm. to surfing anything. And, and, and almost, I don't think he minimised himself, but he would just be, just quietly going ahead of what he wanted to do. And... Uh, and it almost seemed like he was counter um, to the way people behaved back in the 90s and the, and the 80s people was different you know like people young screaming and carrying on like you know this is me this is me this is me and brock was completely opposite to that right and so and I liked that about brock and I connected with brock with that and and i didn't i didn't get to surf the kind of waves brock did uh-huh. regularly um, but I just loved watching what he did with him, you know. Right. Uh, and that one wave of him dropping into the bay on the poster, the one where he's... Yeah. That wave. <clears throat> I wasn't around for that, Eddie. But when he got
0: that barrel... That's because you were babysitting. I was... I was, I was <laughs> being a Daddy, dad. Daddy, yeah, Daddy daycare. Daddy,
1: Daddy daycare. <laughs> Frick, man. Oh, uh, good. Oh, no. It's just... Yeah, it's kind of sad. But, uh, but it's cool. It, I've got some good girls. But there's like... Um. Uh, Brock, when he got that barrel, I was just blown away. Yeah, you know? I thought that. But that's Brock. Yeah. You know? that's who he is, and that's how he played the game. Uh, whatever game, you know, we all we like to play out there. But he was straight up, matter of fact. This is what I do. And when I heard that he went off to do, you know, do the um, the stunt, right, guy, the Hollywood, the, the Hollywood stunt yeah. guy, um. I didn't know what that took, but I thought, he's
0: the perfect guy. Oh, yeah.
1: i <laughs> am gone, you guys have got the best guy on the yeah. planet to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll, I'll go and do that. Yeah. You, know, you, like
0: you, I, <laughs> you see some of those other regular, you know, stuntmen, they don't do that stuff. So. No. Yeah. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 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 Wrote the book on that one. I,
1: was gonna, I hope it comes out <laughs> right. Oh
0: but then all the boys started doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It everybody did, huh? wanted to yeah. be part of it
0: at that point. And yeah. Brock's just like, well, you know what? I got a couple other friends. Yeah. And a couple other friends. And started bringing them all yeah. in. And from mm, uh, movies cool, like huh? Point Break to, um, what was that Kevin Costner movie? Um, remember they were in the ocean?
1: Uh, uh, you mean, yeah, like uh, Mad Max? Yeah, you know, it was kind of like one? the uh, Mad Max
0: one, but it was... Uh, Waterworld? Waterworld. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember that being one of Brock's first ones, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And, and, yeah, he did so much good stuff. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of the Eddie, you know, history kind of shows that when we have El Nino years, like we had right now, mm-hmm. it's almost back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. it looks like they're you know, there could be a really good chance that we have the Eddie again, again yeah. this next yeah. year.
1: That's what they're saying, a back-to-back El Nino possibility. Well, huh?
0: I've looked at the research myself. Yeah. And you look at when the Eddie runs, mm. there's uh, it's usually back-to-back. Right. That El Nino just keeps going for, mm. you know, two years. I've so. actually
1: heard and read about this year's El Nino dropping out and then popping back in. So that's, yeah. may have read the same stuff. But uh, and I was really interested in that. I mean, I go, wow, That's really? A, you yeah, got another chance? Yeah. Well, I get get this
0: get, that get this fixed.
1: Stuff sucked out of my knee, and uh, <laughs> and start rehabbing uh, because I'd love to be back in there. But you know, I'm fully aware that there's so many good young guys, mm-hmm. and you know, I'd, I'm happy to see guys get my spot because there's like so much good guys, so right. many like. I love watching guys just pushing it. You know, look look at Mason Ho. Like, uh,
0: well, maybe yeah. we get you as a commentator out there. Yeah, can take do a- over Strider's spot. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> I could
1: do that. Okay, yeah, you could. yeah, yeah, I could do that.
0: Well, those guys on the skis and yeah. the commentators. Mm-hmm. They were in, in you know, danger the whole yeah. time this yeah. last year. Those you see those photos mm. of him barely sneaking through like mm. Abe Lerner and Strider. Mm. Strider jacked his neck yeah. big time. it's heavy from doing yeah. that. And yeah. It was, yeah, it was it was pretty heavy. But mm. that could be something that you could
1: do. Yeah, I could I'd like to do something like that. I could pass on the message. Yeah. <laughs> and now, uh yeah. What, well I mean, Carl Rothman, you got um Uh, all those guys who are just really all the Maui boys, boys, you know, um, it just there's a huge list of people that should be in there, and I just go, even like get a girl in there, you know, like sure, you know, like I'll get one of the women who likes to push it, you know, maybe get I think that's a great idea, and things like that, and I'm like, I'm I'm okay, just. I can go commentate <laughs> I'm okay yeah, with that but I'll yeah. but I'll know what they're going through and um it's and that like would uh, even
0: push the women to even go even stronger
1: yeah
0: you know hey yeah. look I'm in a competition mm. with the men mm. in the best big wave contest there Yeah, is I've gotta go I'm gonna yeah. sit deeper yeah look out boys
1: mm. and you're gonna get picked up you yeah, know, go for it. Yeah. You're gonna get picked up people we watching <laughs> people are going, Okay, well watch this girl. We're gonna pick her out and, and, and every guy everyone get you feel safe in that event mm-hmm. just because of the 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 level of lifeguard activity out yeah. there is, is so strong. Absolutely. So you kinda of feel like you can push it. Uh so you are being looked after and um <clears throat> Unless
0: but, you're Mark Healy and you're going left,
1: <laughs> you're going left. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guy's a nut. Yeah, jesse's aren't even going in there. He got me on one left. Did he? In This in December, and uh, I, I had a great time on that left. He but, swears he
0: kind of whips you back yeah, out. Yeah,
1: you get sucked back out. Otherwise, you just creamed. You get creamed, and you get spat around the corner so hard yeah. that you you get blasted to shore like really far. My, that was my experience. Huh. Uh, came out the back of one and I was caught by a big set and there's a bit of a hole there you can get to and uh-huh. you don't get hit so hard, but if you get hit, you get blasted and you get blasted and it all focuses on that point and, right. then, and then it squeezes and it just pushes you towards shore about a thousand miles an hour. Right. So one, minute, one, two waves and you're at shore almost. Yeah. That's that's always my experience. That's crazy.
0: It's, mm. Yeah, I've, me personally, I'd get spit towards three tables. And then take oh. one of those giant ones. It's, oh, yeah, because yeah. like you know, I'm sitting on the point right there at mm. Kathy's house. It's yeah. like a stadium seating, the best place. Isn't it you amazing can sit, that spot? And you're watching them come in on three tables, and they're twice mm. the size yeah. of the bay. The bay yeah. And you're going, holy shit! This is coming to the bay right now. Yeah. And these guys are just scrambling. I was just like, whoa! This is mm. nuts, mm. but. Yeah, sure. I, I see, like, Healy and them go, going left and seeing those sets coming. Mm. I'm like, fuck. Oh. Awesome, huh? Yeah, mm. it's super awesome. Mm. I'm, You know, I love sitting out there and being able to watch you guys and uh, just kill it. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys are all my good friends, but yeah, my heroes. Uh, and <laughs> awesome. Um, it's awesome. So uh, we're getting close to wrapping things up here. Um, you know, I like to ask a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. They're offbeat questions. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen any ghosts ghosts yeah no like paranormal activity
1: no I've no you've travelled the world in some um, weird spots I've been in some real really yeah I've been in all sorts of nooks and crannies yeah (laughs) in my life Uh, but I haven't experienced any paranormal stuff Um, you know like um, other than sort of my own sort of kind of thoughts and and visions i I don't think there's for me Mm -hmm. i i i would hope that there's more but i'm i'm yet to kind of have that experience yeah but
0: i remember you talking about life after life after death yeah
1: i'm sure there's actually i don't know i have no idea but um i'm sure there's more to it than
0: well, we're getting what close. we see. We're getting close yeah, to that, yeah. you know, death now mm, mm. in the beginning stages. Any time
1: now, Where we we going out? No, I'm watching my father. He's 93, and I'm watching him, you know, accepting his place and yeah. and and it's awesome. Like seeing him, and it's kind of all these feelings going on around that. But mm-hmm. he's. Just watching him in his place and how many people have passed away around him, sure. and and, it, and I've lost my I lost my mother when I was seven. I've lost mm-hmm. my sister when I was twenty five, and mm-hmm. um, and so those experiences kind of take us to another place in ourselves to sort of get some answers, um, but also I feel them there, right. Too like there's yeah. memories, there's body memory, and the feeling of of, of something being there, like um. And and I've felt them, so I don't know yeah. what that is. I can't say what that is. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: well, what about aliens? Do you aliens? You believe, do you believe? There's um, life? I'm
1: sure there's going to be life out there somewhere. Yeah. I go, I know. I got It doesn't. It could be billions of light years away. I don't know. Sure. But it's there. There's, there's, we can't be the only rock in the perfect posse. Yeah. you, you know, like situated where where things are just mutating on it. Mm-hmm. Like just doubling up on itself. Just it's you know, what just alien waves itself. look like. <laughs> Maybe
0: it's a purple sea. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It could be like surfing on some other kind of gas or I don't know. Yeah. It's like um, you know, we kind of oxygen based here on the planet. Uh, Earth, they could be some other um, kind of gas, you know, yeah. that, that's which actually supporting life that we don't, we didn't ever experienced before. So yeah. we, it's kind of, it's funny that we haven't found anything yet, though. <laughs> yeah. mean, <laughs> really, we, we're probing that, probing it out there pretty hard, and well, there's a huge the drive. New
0: telescope that they're working on to get out mm. right now, which is going to make the Hubble telescope look small. Mm and it's supposed to look into the real depths Mm -hmm. and be able to find all these new planets Mm. with possible life potential yeah so that's pretty crazy um now uh really quick uh have you ever thought about coaching
1: um coaching i've only just started to sort of started to view that as something that you know it's been a long time coming for me uh i've helped some kids along the way before but not with any real serious commitment for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it really takes a lot of commitment and, um, it's time. And
0: what about, I, coach- I like, you know, that's great with kids, but what about coaching somebody mm. that's won 11 world titles? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, well, uh, to stuff like that.
1: Uh, that'd be a really interesting, uh, proposition. I think, uh. Um, there's de- definitely a possibility being able to sort of guide, mm-hmm. to some degree, um, where they're at. I mean, it's a real challenge because a person with eleven wheel tiles and who's like in their mid mid forties, they're pretty much set in their way. They, mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, to be elastic and f- malleable right. uh, is is tricky, and that's been my greatest sort of. Um, Challenge to stay some sort of somewhat um, malleable um, mm-hmm. mentally, and and that's been real hard. I'd say it's it's a tough thing, yeah. and we set ourselves up in metal pathways. But um, when you got such an extraordinary talent and such a depth of knowledge, you can use that to your advantage. I mean, the you know the ocean, the water, the way water moves uh, is particularly tricky and and it demands a lot of time Mm -hmm. and someone with a lot of lot of knowledge there with an incredible wealth of of knowledge of themselves in high pressure situations can tap into that pretty much if they really want it they've got it it's right there at their fingertips they can start to um i have no doubt about it but it is it's a recreation of a new kind Mm -hmm. it can't be what it was so it has to be New and fresh and true, sure. and so but to tap into an incredible wealth of knowledge right. uh, and to bring that to the party could be extraordinary, I think that
0: I think you would yeah. be great at it mm. oh personally
1: maybe yeah so. thanks. yeah, but I would like it's a nice thing to explore and uh but yeah, it does it's uh it'd be a tricky um and it'd be something that we would you would have to really commit to like a, it's a wholehearted commitment sure. it's not a no fucking around like you you it's a full full-bodied wholehearted mm-hmm. commitment yeah and what time frame da, 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 and sit down guidelines on that and then right. you go but it's like a yeah it's an interesting territory and um and terrain and
0: i think you'd be mm. really really good at um mm. at being a coach you know, oh, right. you've got so mm, much experience mm, out there. Mm. You're one of the best watermen in the world. Mm. Um, one, two, two world champions mm. yourself. So I, th- mm. I think you kind of know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, well, we're, I know does. you've got a busy day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've actually not a bad day, but I wouldn't mind getting out because the track is going to get crazy.
0: Right. And I'm going to be flying. Back to Hawaii tonight, oh, so good. I've got stuff to do myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom, thanks so much thanks, for guys. joining me on this podcast. <laughs> gotcha. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, do you want to give any shout outs to any of your sponsors? Oh well, well, Quicksilver has been a
1: great support to me uh, over the many years. Like uh, yeah, since pretty much well, a couple of years break for the last forty years, and a lot of changes going on there. But it's been awesome, and I really, really thank them for their support mm-hmm. and continuing support. Uh, I've um, just got uh, just starting to work on a on a shark shield um, uh, project with mm-hmm. building a shark shield for a surfboard, Ooh, which wow. is uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, which is a really cool thing. It's proven technology. The version two, version one's about to come out. Should but have had
0: that on Mick last year. Yeah, <laughs> that would have
1: been so good. They could right. have had them on the jet skis. Could have had them on, and so just actually keep them at bay just a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we don't want to hurt them we just want to take our responsibility and, and right. so it's a really cool that's just about a pop uh we've got um surf ears which i've been working with um coaches of ledger and um, surf ears crew uh and i've been um working with that product promoting that which is an awesome uh ear, ear plug that you can hear out of in the water which i'm i'm going to be using a lot more oh, cool. of Mm. and just it actually if you've got exostosis or surface ear uh you can actually wear those and keep that um keep it at bay that operation that wow. the surgery at bay you uh, don't really want to do the surgery it's invasive it's, a last and it's, it's like a last resort yeah. thing and it's a pain in a well in the head and so <laughs> we go for that um they've been a really good product to be aligned with um um, other than that, I got a. I do a stand-up stand-up paddleboard range. Tom oh, I, paddle thought gonna
0: say, I thought you were going to say I do a stand-up comedian thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the same. You're pre- it's yeah, pretty, you're pretty same. funny, man. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. It's a similar
1: thing. Stand-up paddle surfing. Right, but it. Uh, but we. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of really nice designs. I, I work with uh, Blaine Chambers in Hawaii, um, and we. Put together some really sweet boards to ride. I love the feeling of gliding in the ocean and uh, on on a swell, or whether it be in the wind, you mm. know, downwind paddling. Um, I just love the feeling of engaging in the ocean. That sort of helps me stay put and stay engaged. And and I notice that people have enjoyed those designs, and, and I really appreciate that. Um, and I'll continue, continue to do do work with Global Surf Industries on that. Pretty much that's it at this point. Um, just really happy to be here doing it. I I also do uh, nutritional uh, cleanse programs, hmm. and that that's been awesome. I do that with my partner Mary, nice. and it's really cool. Thirty day cleanse, uh, nutritionally supported cleanse. Uh, it's it's an awesome way of just cleansing the body, getting the body into into a better. Something condition yeah, yeah so we we yeah a lot of stuff to be found out there if you ever want to inquire you uh-huh. can you can uh hit my email which is lowercase all lowercase okay. thomas victor Carroll that's thomas T-H-O-M-A-S V-I-C-T-O-R C-A-R-R-O-L-L at gmail.com and just inquire just put say oh, i'm inquiring about the 30 day cleanse program you Sure. You, you do with your partner Mary who's an awesome cleanse coach and so doing that watching people change their lives is has been an incredible uh, last couple of years we've been doing it working with it and this program and just watching people shift themselves mm-hmm. from this crap place into this
0: super healthy in place. this really
1: nice energetic just in their body just really and just shift a few eating uh, patterns and And they got their energy back. Um, They're not even going to the other stuff. It's so cool seeing people change their lives. That's what I'd try to do that stuff for. It's just the light in people's lives, uh, eyes come open.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Now, can we find you on social media as well?
1: Yeah, you can um, check Thomas Victor Carroll on Instagram. Uh, That's just me, Thomas Victor Carroll. And I've got a, a Facebook page, but.
0: It's, it's kind of more family.
1: It's just me, uh, personal stuff, yeah. page. I don't have a fan page. I, someone set a fan page up for me. It's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, and yeah. so
1: it's, that's not the, the Tom Carroll. I've got to shut it's that. I've got to get Tom Facebook. Carole. Yeah, it's not the real Tom
0: Carroll. Yeah. we got the real Tom Carroll <laughs> yeah, right here. Right here. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, it does. You're awesome. Let me give a big shout out to uh, Hurley. Um, yeah. My oh. sponsors. <laughs> GoPro. Uh, mm. Original Nutritionals. And mm. Deuce Gym out of Venice Beach. Yeah, okay. Kona Boys Surf Shop.
1: Yeah. Your one-stop
0: need for all your good stuff. And while you're in Kona, make sure you go to Kona Coffee and Tea. Ooh. Get your morning jack on. Nice. Yeah. So, Tom, once again, thanks for being on the show. You're Pleasure. awesome. Pleasure. I can't wait to hang out with you some more. <laughs> and I can't wait to come back and do another one I and see what else is going on.
1: See what happens in those mountains there, we well, Learn
0: how to use a bow I'll teach you how stuff. to shoot a bow. Yeah. Heck yeah. Something okay, like so that. when I come back, I'm going to bring an extra mm. bow. Mm. I'm going to get you dialed in. I'm yeah. going to have these boys start working with you mm. and start getting you dialed mm. in. And, uh, dude, we're going to feel that freezer Ble- That's it.
1: I love that. I love <laughs> the venison. It oh.
0: Yeah, it's good organic meat. Yeah. You know, it's just perfect. And God <laughs> gave it to us, and yeah. why not use it? Yeah. So, thanks, buddy. Cheers. And until the next time, hui uh, ho. Those everybody knows those everybody knows those and if you don't know now you those knows everybody knows those knows everybody knows those and if you don't know